Tough on me, man. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't have anything. Um, but I always read Bible. Read the Bible. And I'm going to show you when I was... Taking a look at this. And, and Genesis... Uh, chapter 1, verse 9, Auntie. Oh, Chris. Genesis 1, 9. And this is what I was thinking. Uh, I don't know why I was reading, reading Genesis, but I just, you know how you just open the Bible, you just start reading? And so this is what, this is what I was reading. So I'm going to just read that. And God said, let the water under the sky. Chris, go. Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. Mm -hmm. And it was so. So you know how it is. And things happen at God's word. If God says that this is an ark, then this will become an ark. Amen. Amen. If God said this podium was a oh. <laughs> this would be an apple. So I'm like, if you think about it, God said, let the water, and then I like what it says at the end. It said, and that's how it happened. Yep. For everybody who thinks that it didn't happen that way. Everything had to come from somewhere. And I know people think this Big Bang and, and, and gases and all those things. And that, you know what? And I actually believe that. I scientifically believe all that. But I'm saying that had to come from somewhere. Amen. All right, all right. So it says, Chris, it says, and God said, let the water under the sky gather to one place and let the dry ground appear. And that's how it was. Next verse. God called the dry ground land and the gathered waters he called seas. Mm -hmm. So God is starting to form things. God is feeling creative. So he's starting to make things go. And God saw that it was good. Uh -huh. God says, man, I, I, I made some ground. I got some sea. I got some land. He stepped back for a second and said, yeah, that's good. Now then God said, let the land produce vegetation. And then God says, listen, let the land produce vegetation, vegetation. Seed bearing plants and trees. And, and this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. When God creates stuff, what he does, he, he, he creates this thing first, and then he creates the thing that he wants all the other things to come out of. Amen. So he, he creates land. He could have just created land and vegetation. No, he created land. And then he says, okay, land. Then God said, let land produce vegetation. You produce it. I put potential in, in a, a reproducing inside of you. So he didn't say, let me make land and vegetation. He says, land produce vegetation. Everybody see that? Amen. So God speaks to the things. He creates the thing that he wants the other things to come out of. So God, you say, well, did God make trees? Well, yeah, because he made ground. And he Amen. said, he, but he had the ground produce the trees. Amen. You follow me? This, yep. That's very important. Go, go, Chris. Seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit yep. with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And that's why everything has seed, because he gets I'm, everything he's given, everything that he created, he's given it the, the ability to reproduce itself. And so here's God in his wisdom. He says, okay, land, produce stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, 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 vegetation and and fruit and all these trees and all these things began to produce. They just came out of the ground, though. Amen. 
So God, did he really make banana trees? Yeah, he did, because he made ground, and ground produced it. But the ground made the banana trees. All right? Now, here's the beauty of that. Everything that has grown, if you pull it out of the ground, it dies. So not only is God says whenever something produces something else, it has to be sustained by the thing that produced it. Amen. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure my meds ain't kicking in. <laughs> I think I said that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Marissa, that's good. So it's like, it's like, okay, so the ground produces the thing and you can't take the thing out the ground or it won't live. Amen. You pull out a shrub out of the ground, it's dead. It'll stay green for about two hours. You throw it out on the ground. It's going to die. Everybody say amen. Amen. So here you pull up an apple, apple bush or a tree, a young tree out of the ground. It's, it's, it's going to die. So the beauty of God, he says, land, produce it and land, sustain it. Yeah, All right. Go, go. And it was so. Mm-hmm. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. Okay. And God saw that it was good. And God stepped back and said, yeah, that's good. I like the way that looks. I like my stuff. That's pretty good. I like God's like, that's pretty good. I could say so myself that that's really good. <laughs> Go to the next one. Drop down to 20. Yeah, drop. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures uh-huh. and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. Okay. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems and that moves about in it according to their kind. So God says, you know what? I'm going to put I'm gonna, in this land and in the water. I'm going to create some things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create some things out of the water. So God placed in the water. He created out of the water and the dirt in the water. He created these living things. He started, cre- but he created them with the dirt, water, and the water. I got one amen. I'm, I'm going to say that again. He created these animals by using the water and the dirt that was in the water. Amen. And so he started to fill the oceans with all these wonderful creatures. And then he, birds, I need birds. God's God's just sitting there just painting a portrait of what he wanted the earth to look like. He said, you know what? Something's in the sky. Something in the sky needs to have something alive in it. I'm going to put some birds up there. Bob, uh, God's doing Bob Ross. (laughs) Yeah, Bob Ross. I love Bob Ross. Yes. Bob Ross will put a tree in your picture in a heartbeat. You know, he's just yeah. like, oh, I just, I just, let's put a tree. <laughs> and I love his fro, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then Bob will say, oh, let's put a bird up here. Yeah. Yeah. I love Bob Ross. And so here's God doing this Bob Ross. He's, 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 he says, man, earth produce. I can put something in. I got this water. God loves living things. Yes, he goes, amen. man, I got to put something alive in this water. So he starts to create these animals. And Oh, the sky is empty. I need to put some birds up there. Hallelujah. 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 So I'm going I'm to I'm put these things in there, and, and it will be winged animals, birds according to his kind. And God says, man, that looks pretty good. Step back and went, yeah, that looks good. Chris, go. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number Ah. and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And so God put potential in all these animals and birds and everything to reproduce. God expects life to produce. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And you know what's amazing about animal life? You won't see an alligator trying to produce with a giraffe. Animals, they reproduce after their own kind. Yes. 
Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can see a, 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 a patch of a, a, a terrain where cheetahs and hyenas and lions, they all share it, but you will never see them intermingle to, to reproduce. Amen. God has put a law inside of animals that say you only reproduce after your kind. And so, you know what? He, he, fast forward, he did the same thing with humans, but we think it means race. Right. <laughs> Stupid. Mm-hmm. I'll get to that later. So here it is. He, God blessed him and said, people will increase in numbers and all that stuff. And God says, it's good. Next verse. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. Mm-hmm. And God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, yeah. and the wild animals, each according to its own kind. So God says, you know what? And God says, the land produce living creatures. God started to make dirt creatures. He started producing creatures out of the dirt. And what he did, started producing hippos and lions and giraffes, owls and sheep. He started producing it out the ground. Hallelujah, everybody. He says, I'm producing, but he spoke to the ground that had potential to produce these creatures. That's why when you, you can't pull something out of where it's produced, so you take animals, keep them away from the ground, they die. Think about it. You got these cows and, and sheep and things. What do they do? They eat off the land. Mm-hmm. So the same thing that produced it sustains it. Yes. And so you think about lions and tigers and all those. What do they eat? They eat off the land, too. They eat animals that were produced by the land. Amen. So you take something out the land, it dies. Yes. Think about this. When something dies, it goes back to the land. Yes. All right. So when, when an animals die, they just it decompose and they go back to the ground. When, when vegetation dies, it decomposes and it goes back to where it belongs, to where it came from, to where it what sustains it, to what you can't pull it out of. And I'm sitting there reading that going, okay, that's... that's National Geographic. <laughs> All right. Chris, read me further. And it was so. Mm-hmm. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. I like that. And God and, said that it, oh, that looks pretty good. Now think about it. It says that God made the animals, but he, had, he spoke to the dirt and had the dirt produce them. Mm-hmm. Remember, the verse verse before that says God spoke to the ground and the ground began to produce animals. So God did create the animals, but he created them in his his wording. He spoke these animals in existence and the ground produced them. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why they can only be sustained by the ground. Animals have to be sustained by dirt and they go back to the dirt when they die. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Chris, go. Where are we going? Then God said, let us make mankind in our image. Okay, now God's getting really creative. And God says, not to the ground, not to the seas. He speaks to himself and says, and he speaks to the Holy Spirit and Jesus. Amen. The word was with God. Everybody said it. At the beginning, the word was there. So he says, let, that's why he says us. He didn't say, let me. He said, let us. Make mankind in our own image, in our own likeness. So he spoke to the ground and had it produce animals. He spoke to the seas, had it produce uh, uh, fish and, and, and sea life. And he, when he says, and he, and he credited, to the, he said, birds, I need birds. So let's put the dirt, put the birds up there, get them up there. And then he goes, wait a minute, but mankind, he spoke to himself. He says, I want mankind to come out of me. Hallelujah. 
thinking, Lord. So that means, because remember, whatever produces you, you're sustained by it. And the minute you come out of it, you die. Oh, that makes sense. God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness so that they rule over all the stuff that I created. God created us to rule. And that's why when people get so bent out of shape about what we're doing to the planet, and we are destroying the planet. Everybody know that, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're destroying the planet. But the reason why God doesn't step in, because he gave us dominion. Yeah. He's not going to take it back. No, baby, he's not. He's not going to take it back. And so it's like he's not going to take back the dominion that he gave mankind. He says, listen, that's why we've extinct animals. We push animals to the brink of extinction. Why? Because he gave us rule. Think about it. We extinct animals that can kill us. Mm-hmm. You put a tiger up against a regular man, the man's toasted. Mm-hmm. But you put mankind up against the tiger, the tigers don't have a chance. They're almost extinct in certain areas. Why? God gave man domain. Mm-hmm. He gave us rule over all of this stuff that he created. Only problem is we sinned. Yes. That's the problem. So it says, I'm going to make man in my image, in our image, and we're going to give him dominion over the livestock, wild animals, over every creature that moves along the ground. Hallelujah. God made us like him. But he produced us out of him needing to be sustained by him. Hallelujah. And if we take us out of him, we're dead. Yes. Because everything he produced came out of something that sustains it, and if you pull it out of that thing, it's dead. Take a fish out of water, throw it on the bank, toast it. Mm-hmm. Pull a plant out of the ground, leave it on the sidewalk, toast it. Mm-hmm. Oh. God says, I, I want you to be sustained by me. Hallelujah. Chris, where are we going? 27. So God created mankind in his own image, Mm -hmm. and the image of God he created them. Them, And he created male and female, he created them. For everybody who's confused. (laughs) (laughs) Candy, don't go down that road. (laughs) You don't feel good. You're not going to win that. Don't go down that road. Okay, Kenny, we won't go down that road. <laughs> I didn't write this, though. And we all believe this is the word of God, right? Amen. Okay. So God created mankind in his own image. Yes, he did. In the image of God, he created them. them not Male what he created. and female. Male and female. He created them. He created. So what's going on? Well, you know. Everything gets corrupt. Amen. Don't go down that road. Next verse. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Yeah. Fill Fill the the earth earth Uh and subdue it. Now rule now over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Now, God had a plan. He says, you know what? I rule here and I created man in my own image and I created this place so you can rule there. You're like me. Mm-hmm. We are God-like. We're not gods, but we're God-like. Mm-hmm. We're, we're made from his own kind. Glory, glory. Yeah. We're humans. So, so, so here, God says, listen, he starts, he's, 
he, he starts Bob Rossing. He, I don't know what happened to God. One day God said, you know, I'm going to make some stuff. And he starts to make things. And then he says, okay, I like life. I like living life. So uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to break the hearts of people who are animal lovers. But the earth produced animals. And when they die, they go back to what produced it. Mm-hmm. God has given us something called a spirit that only came from him. Mm-hmm. So I don't think your dog's in heaven. Amen. I'm sorry, pet lovers. And if you want to <laughs> believe that, go ahead. Amen. Go ahead. If you want to <laughs> believe that, go ahead. But let me tell you something. It ain't no male or female going to be in heaven either. The Bible, he says he made mankind, he made them both male and female. So that means that there, will, will, will it be women and men in heaven? There'll be spirits in heaven. Amen. With brand new bodies. Hallelujah. No need, needing no longer to reproduce. Needing no longer to be paired up or mated up. Mm-hmm. See, you got theology because it makes you feel good. And I don't blame you, I do too. Don't talk about no animals in heaven. Anyway, moving on. Don't want to, don't. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth. Yeah. And every, every tree, tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. Ah, and then God says, you know what, man, I'm going to make some of this stuff so good. And, and I'm going to make it stuff so you can eat it. I want you to take dominion and claim over all this stuff. There's stuff. So that means that when the fall happened, that's when we started getting poison things. Mm-hmm. So when Adam and Eve fell, and the Bible says that when they fell, thistles and things began to sprout up, that means that the earth got corrupted also. Yes. So that means that before everything was when everything edible, that means after the fall, that's when, now that's why I'm out pulling up weeds out my dirt bed, okay. And have you ever planted a weed? <laughs> Whose phone? Turn your phones off. You've never planted a weed? Nope. Weeds just come out of nowhere. You can clear your field and have it looking so pretty. And then three days later, <laughs> weed will be there. Where did the weed seed? You ever bought some weed seed? <laughs> It's the fall. You know what produces weeds? Sin. And man, they're sinful when you got to be out pulling them in 90 degree weather. Amen. (laughs) And it's like, man, you sitting there going, Adam, can't believe you did this. It's like, I'm blaming everything on Adam. Poor Adam. But it's like, man, God says, listen, I want every tree, every tree that has fruit with seed in it, it'll be yours for food. Next verse. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, yeah. everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. Mm. And it was so. And God says, listen, everything now, I produced it because I, I want it like, I like light, but I also produced it for your consumption. You have dominion over the earth now. So I produce everything out of something else and it's supposed to be sustained by whatever it came out of. So fish out of water, they're gone. Keep sheep away from the ground, they're gone. 
right? right? If, if animals don't have any other animals to hunt that came from the ground, they're gone. And then when their bodies die, they go back to the ground. Hallelujah, somebody. Go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Is that where we're going, Chris? Yes, it is. All right, baby's yes, ready. The baby is ready. Genesis 2, 7, go. Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And it became a living. Now, then God took dust from the ground and he formed a man. This is why. Because when God says that things have to reproduce after his kind and, and to be down here on earth, because he, he were spirit, we were spirit when he created us, and God says, I'm going to have to make a human, the Latin word for human means earth or ground or dirt. He says, I'm going to make a dirt man, and I'm going to breathe my spirit into him to put him on the earth, because he'll be illegal if I don't do that. Because you have to have a ground body or earth body to be sustained by the earth. But you have a spirit that's sustained by me. So it says he formed man, God's so smart. He, he forms man from where it, our bodies go back to where it came. Amen. Amen. But that's why they depreciate, because our bodies are dirt. We're human, dirt man, earth men. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But then it says that from the dust of the ground, he, but he breathed into us of life, and then we came alive. Dirt man, because we can't be illegal down here. That's why if you don't, if your dirt body goes, your spirit Well, he says, I'm going to make this body from dirt, and I'm going to have this dirt body on earth, but I'm going to breathe me inside of it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That created me, I'm going to put that created me into the made man, into the dirt man, and then he's going to come alive. So he's going to be two parts. He's going to be dirt part, and he's going to be spirit soul part. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, people, hallelujah. hallelujah. And so when his body goes, he's going to go back to the dirt, because that's where it came from. But when it's that body goes, his spirit comes back to me. Because that's where it came from. So that's why we need both. We have to be sustained by the ground because we got to eat. Amen, everybody. We won't survive. But a man, our spiritual life has to be sustained by where it came from. Thanks, huh? <laughs> and I'm sick. So, man, why, so we have to remember, we, we, we feed our natural bodies too much, probably, and everything it craves. And then these buzz were off. So I'm like, what are we going to eat? I'm, I can't taste anything. You know, I don't have COVID. But I'm like, man, I just don't taste. My sinuses are jacked, dude. And I'm like, man, I got to find something I can taste. And, and I'm, it's, when, you don't, when you can't taste, sugar is the best thing. Anything with a bunch of sugar in it, you can taste that. Anything healthy, no, you can't taste. So I'm like, man, I, 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 if we think about it, our bodies are so in tune to the earth because we recognize cold. We recognize when it's hot. We, we recognize when it's raining. We recognize all these things that the, that the earth is surrounding. But then our spirits, hallelujah, hallelujah, have to be so in tune to what God is doing, because that's what sustains it. This is just our body, so we won't be illegal down here. We can't be illegal. We need a body, or, you, or you're gone. As soon as your body goes, that thing that God breathed inside of you goes back to him. 
because that's what sustains it. So as much as we sustain our earthly, we have to sustain our spiritually need more. It says that whatever you sow, you sow to the flesh. You're going to reap to the flesh constantly. If you sow to the spirit, you'll reap to the spirit. It, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say, man, our need for God really is, from a spiritual level, is the way we sustain ourselves. It's the way we keep ourselves. Because there's two, there's two parts of us, guys. I know you know it. So, yes, our earth part, this part that depreciates and keeps getting older. And then it's our spirit part that never gets old. Hallelujah. Our bodies get tired, but our spirits don't. Chris, where are we? We're going to Acts. Go to Acts. Let me, let me read you some New Testament to bring this thing together and we'll get out of here. Paul was talking to some people and, and, and of Athens, and, and, and Paul had, was visiting Athens, and he's, he gets up in front of the, all the, the major people in the council, and, and then he begins to talk to them. Chris, what did he say? People of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. He says, you Athens people, you Athens are really religious. Meaning you, you, are, you have some thought of some kind of other thinking, religious type thinkings. You're, you're, you guys are very religious. Let me, let me tell you what he's going, meaning. Go, Chris. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, yeah. I even found an altar with this inscription. He says, listen, because I was walking through the town and you guys got all these altars put up of worship. You guys are very religious. You got all these altars put all around town and I stopped at, a, at one and I read it and he said, this is what it said. What did it say? To an unknown God. It says to a God that we recognize as God, but we're being totally honest, we don't know him. Man, that, and that is the, the, the kind of the definition of being religious. Mm-hmm. You know that there is a God, but you don't know him personally at all. Mm-hmm. They're admitting that there is a God, but it says, and also with this inscription, unknown God. We don't know, we know you're there, but we don't know you. That, that's, that's amazing. You worship this God, but you don't really know him. So Paul says, listen, you guys are so religious, that's, that's kind of good because you guys are seeking something, but you just haven't made the connection. So he goes, so let me tell you, let me, let me explain to you about this, this God that you don't know. So I want to tell you about him. Verse 24 says what? The God who made the world and uh-huh. everything in it is See, the Lord. See, this God made the world and everything in it by speaking it into existence. See, see. The God that you guys don't know, but you kind of want to know, and you, and you know he's there, but you just don't understand him, and you don't, you're not connected with him yet. He says, this is the God that created everything, guys. So therefore, stop worshiping guys that was created by him. Right. All right, go, Chris. The Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. Mm-hmm. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. It says, so you guys have, you guys are used to temples with God's placed inside the temples. And it says, and they dwell there. You're, the statue figures that you created, you place them in temples. And, and he says, this God doesn't live in those temples. Amen. Actually, he lives in us. Because yes, that's where we came from. Hallelujah. So this right here is a temple. Oh, so why don't you put drugs and 
and too much alcohol and all that stuff into you. Why don't you do that? Well, because it's the temple. I don't want to corrupt the temple. Remember when Jesus saw the temple corrupted, he flipped over tables. Let me tell you something. You're a temple. So what are you putting in your temple? Because God dwells there. So Paul is saying he doesn't dwell in it. This church became church because we came in it. The presence of God is here because you guys bought it. Oh, you guys are temples of God. You guys are, the indwelling of God is inside of you. You're the temple. So God says, I, I, I go, God, man, my kids want pizza, and I love pizza, but I can't put it in my temple. Because, man, I get heartburn and my head start pounding, and it's just it's horrible getting old. <laughs> and my kids are just sitting there, grease dripping. No, oh, pizza's so good. <laughs> Dad, how's your salad? <laughs> Thinking, kids, you're gonna get old, you're gonna get old, you're gonna get old. You're gonna get old. And so, my thing is, I'm always thinking temple. Here's the temple of God. What I gotta keep my temple? I'm trying to maintain the temple. I'm trying to keep the temple out of trouble. I'm trying to keep the temple. Because, uh, God, I know you dwell here, and everywhere I go, you go. Amen. Everything I do, you do. Because you're what sustains me. I came from you. The minute I come out of you, I'm dead. Yeah. I might not be dead naturally because my body's still being sustained by the earth. Yeah. But spiritually, I'm disconnected and I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Chris, come on, I'm lost. Rather, he gives everyone life and breath and everything else. He says, listen, God gives everybody life and he created everything. He, it, 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 God, he, he created everything, heaven and earth, and he doesn't need temples built by hand. He doesn't need help from anyone he gives life, breath, and everything else to all people. He, he, see, why? Because that's where we came from. He created everything, and then he created the things that he created to produce things. Earth produces. Water produces. God produces. And he says everything that gets produced gets sustained by the thing that it came out of, and it will die if you take it out of it. You think about it. The Bible talks about the firmament and how he divided the lights. He gave one great light and one smaller light. He's talking about the moon and the sun. And it says that, the, that he, produ- he produced these things. He said, let the firmament produce these lights. It's proven that the sun is just pure gas. Powerful gases that came together and formed this thing called the sun, but it, it got produced from up there. And then what happens to a star? Because it said he produced stars. When a star dies and falls out the earth, it's a comet. It's dead. It can only be sustained when it's up in the sky and in space. Everything God produced produces something and it's controlled and sustained and maintained by where it came from. So here's dirt man, humans that have two parts because we can't be illegal down here without a body. We'll be ghosts. So God says, I'm going to need a dirt man. I'm going to blow life into the dirt will sustain the dirt part. I will sustain the other part. We're the only creatures that he did that to. Okay, okay. Chris, almost done. Go. 
from one man he made all the nations, mm -hmm. that they should inhabit the whole earth. Yeah. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. So he says, listen, and he, he made man, one man, and then he, what did he tell man to do? He told man to reproduce, to, to multiply everybody amen and so he, he he reproduced and now he made all these humans from one man from one person God made all nations who live on earth and he decided when and where that nation would be amen amen a whole lot of nations so that means that God was into different kind of men God gets bored I think that's why God started creating stuff he was bored God says, man, when you pray, don't pray like the heathens pray. And, uh, he says, don't use vain repetition. I get bored. So God said, when he made humans, here's the beauty of mankind. We're all different. Imagine a world that's all like you. You wouldn't want that. Amen, somebody. Amen. In a world where everybody was one color, one height, one size, one, that's so boring. That would be so boring. Mm -hmm. You ever seen pictures in movies back in the 50s when it was the, it was the, the culture by communism and, and all that kind of stuff? And then everybody had wore the same kind of suit, same kind of glasses, had the same hairstyle, same flair, dresses. That's how they were rocking back in the 50s. They were trying to conform everybody to a certain way of looking. And then what happened in the 60s? The hippies said, forget that. Amen. <laughs> they started sticking flowers in their heads, smoking all kind of drugs, going to Woodstock. <laughs> Bell bottoms. I pray to God. We, man, the other night we was watching Superfly. <laughs> Don't ask me why. It was just on. And I'm like, is it all because of Halloween? Because all their clothes, I pray never come back in style. <laughs> Don't ever let that come back in style. But I mean, it was a, it was a direct defiance from the 50s. Yes. So everybody went, no, we're going to do it our way. And life got so much more interesting. Yeah. The difference is what God wanted. Hallelujah. That's why I love it. God didn't make one kind of person. He made a bunch of different kind of persons. And, it, man, and it's like, man, God said, yeah, I like that. It's different. I like differences. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Now, we can't get along, but, but God created us to, because we're all dirt men. We're all dirt men. Mm -hmm. Sound like Rodney King. I'm almost done. Go. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Chris, why did God do this? He did all of this so that we will look for him and reach out and find him. Why? Because that's where we came from. Amen. And the only way we can be sustained is to be sustained by where we came from. We take care of the dirt part pretty good, but our spiritual part, God says, I did all this so you can, I breathe life into you and I, and I created everything to reproduce and, and I created you, but I just gave you this dirt body, but the real you, is sustained by me. Yes, I, I did all this so you will search and you will find me. You will seek me like what? Like your life depended on it. Yes. Because that's where you came from. Yes. And, and nervously, that's where you're going back to when you die. 
and I'm going to have a record if you found me or not. So our dirt us, which the Bible says is just a puff of smoke, you know, I mean, we're not going to live 200 years old. Hey, amen, everybody. Amen. Your life is a puff, poof, in, in, a, in the existence of time and, and earth time. But your spirit lives forever. Yes. Your soul lives forever. Sustained by God. So he's saying, listen, I got, Paul says, he did all this. He created all this and did it a certain way so that we will realize that there's something that we need other than just being supplied from the dirt and we seek him and hopefully we find him. That's why you guys are religious and you're on the way because you realize there's something else. I'm just trying to get you to see who it is. He's the creator of everything. He created everything this way so we would seek him. Why? Because that's how you sustain. I'm going to show you. Chris, almost done. Though he is not far from any one of us, mm-hmm. for in him we live and move and have our being. See, because in him is how we live. In him is how we move. And in him is how we have our being. Wait a minute, Paul. It says, and he gives us the power to live, to move, and to be who we are. We are his children. We came from him. I know your mommies and daddies had something to do with it, but they had something to do with the earth part of you. Right. And the soul part of you, because you ever heard, man, just like your mother, just like your father. So they had something to do with it. But I'm saying, really, that thing that brought you life it's because God gave humans, dirt, dirt people, the ability to reproduce. But he says, wait a minute, the ground has to sustain this part, and I sustain the other part. Because yes. that's where you came from. In this part, me and, in this, me and you, that's what gives you the power to live. That's what gives you the power to move. And that is who you are. Hallelujah. Now it makes sense when the angel says, what is man? Why are you so mindful of them? God says, because it's me. They came out of me. You didn't come out of me. Wow. The angels are, angels right here, they're admitting that they're a bit jealous. And they're admitting that they kind of think that they're better than us. He's saying, wait a minute, how come you're so, they're saying, why are you so concerned about man? Look at them. All they do is fight and argue and can't get along. They're destroying the earth. They're evil. Why are you, you know, why are you so concerned about them? And God says, because they're my children. They came out of me. I'm in them. When you're a parent, you see yourself in your kids. Man, Julian's, Courtney, he's starting to act just like me, and I'm so nervous. Same, just indifference. I mean, just same, just whatever. You know, and, I'm, and it drives this poor mom crazy. And she's like, he's just like you. Yes. Amen. I can definitely see me in him. Hallelujah. 
And God is saying, man, I see me in them. I'm in them. They, they, hallelujah, hallelujah. Wait a minute, God, we fail all the time. I know, but I'm in you. I, I, I see myself. When I look at you, you came from me. Everything else came from whatever it, I had it produced out of, but you came from me. Glory to God, glory to God. That's why the Bible says that physical activity, it, it helps a little. Spiritual activity, that is how you live and are able to be who you are. So I was sitting there reading it and I was thinking, man, okay. It makes sense. Animals came from dirt and they survive off dirt. And when they die, they go back to dirt. Birds flourish in the air, but when they come out of the air, they fall down to the dirt. And then when they die, they go back to the dirt, plant life. Soon as you pull it out of the dirt, it's dead. I mean, Vicky was, was, was uh, the other day, we were talking about plants, and Vicky was like, well, he, he, he doesn't even want me to kill a plant. No, it's alive. Amen. Don't pull that plant out the dirt. I love plants. I can't, I can't keep flowers alive for nothing, but I keep a plant alive. And Vicky's like, I'm like, Vicky, don't kill that plant. I think I can shoot a human before I can kill a plant. <laughs> we were talking the other day, and they were like talking about hunting, and, and, and me, Sam, and I'm thinking, man, if I had an animal in my sight, I probably couldn't kill it. I don't know if I can do it. Like, I think about a deer, it's just me. I'm, if you hunt, I'm not, trust me, God said hunt. I mean, you know, he gave animals for us. I'm not against hunting, especially when they run into my car. But I'm thinking, me, personally, sitting there looking at a deer, I'd be like, ugh. But I'm like, oh, I'm out of a bug. <laughs> Bugs come in our house. See, in our house, it ain't. And Courtney's going to kill everybody in the house with a gallon of hot shots for an ant. I'm like, just step on the ant. I can't. It's an ant. You're killing all. Now, none of us can breathe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm medicated. I'm medicated. I can feel it. Feeling pretty good. So if we look at this thing real quick. I'm going to close because I'm done. And we think, I'm just sitting there reading. This thing came from something. And it's sustained. In him you live, move, and you're able to be who you are. We put all this time and effort into dirt us. You know, we take, you know, we want to present dirt us as best we can. And, and I'm thinking, man, what about spiritual us, though? Sometimes dirt us can cover up the lacks of spiritual us. But God senses it. And, and he says, man, if you really work hard on the dirt part of you, you're going to only always reap the dirt benefits. But if you, re if you really work hard on the spiritual part of you, then you will reap those benefits. And the beauty about doing that is it affects the dirt part of you. 
Because God created everything, actually. So if my spirit man is really tied into the Lord, then he helps my dirt man also. Because dirt man needs money. Hey, maybe has some money. Spirit man don't need money. Dirt man needs money because dirt man don't make money. Dirt man gets homeless and the dirt man is homeless. He might be out in the cold and it's 30 below zero and dirt man's going to die. So dirt man needs money to be able to live somewhere. God knows that. So what happens when dirt man dies because he freezes to death? Spirit man doesn't die. It goes back to where it belongs. Who do your spirit where Did you find them? Paul says you guys are very religious, but you, haven't, you don't know them. Man, that sounds like America. I pick on America because we deserve to be picked on. A lot of churches are packed today. It's a great day. I'm sure people are churching all over the place. And I'm going, okay, but how many of you have actually found the thing that sustains you? Hallelujah. Come on, huh? So my body feeds off of dirt. My spirit feeds off of where it came from. My, my body is temporary. It's only going to last for a while. But my spirit is going to be in eternity. It's never going to die. But it's going to spend eternity somewhere. And I pray it's in the presence of God. I don't know, my real goal is, I just want people to know, I was talking to one of the little teachers that's gonna be downstairs, and I'm like, the only reason why I do this, I just want people to know. I don't want no fame. I don't, I don't, I don't, do it. I don't want no money. I just, I'm just driven to help people know. I just want people to know. So Lord, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for all you do for us. We thank you that you have sustained us to this point. You'll take us the rest of the way for sure. Let's be real. Our, 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 our human bodies, we need you, Lord. We, we need your healing. We need your provision. We need all that. But Lord, we thank you and praise you that our spiritual side that comes directly from you we pray that it will always be stronger. We pray we always look to that one first. So Lord, help us keep the temples. But Lord, I pray, Lord, that your spirit will rest upon us. Thank you, Lord, for all you do. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. And uh, thank you for what will be done. And we're hoping that that will be your will on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, I pray for anybody today who just may be struggling, Lord, they, do they really believe like they're your child? Yeah, you created us to be. And there's no mistakes. No mistakes. Don't look in the mirror and see a mistake. God, he, he didn't make any mistakes. Help us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Help us to realize who we are to you and who you are to us, man. So, Lord, bless your people today. Remind them. I pray that when they wake up in the morning that you will not go past at least their third thought, Lord. 
So Lord, we glorify you. We worship at your feet in Jesus' name.